Okay, welcome. This is the second episode of Thoughts on Things, where two idiots talk about films. Right, so <laughs> the next one is Aliens. Aliens. 1986. James Cameron, just, 1986. Just for a reference. Pretty good okay. film. Pretty good film. What year is it set in, Stephen? Do we know? Do I we have know? not. I have not. I believe I wrote it down. I believe I wrote it down. Of course you have. 2179. Oh, okay. 57 years after Alien. It's good, that's good, because it, it's, it's very much in the future, because you're getting yeah. loads of shit now. I mean... That it's like, like, Akira, like, is based in, like, 2019, and it's fucking mental. I don't know what Akira is. It's that Japanese manga one. Oh, right. Okay. But it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. it's like uh, Back to the Future where they haven't. It's like, oh, like, oh, it's really in the future. And it's like, we still don't have fucking flying cars. <laughs> Whereas at least Aliens has like proper in the future where it's like, yes, we might have fucking space travel and all that kind of crap. It's, it's not so far in the future that they don't have like immigration problems. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get the... Uh... You get the little Hudson Vasquez digs, don't you? You do. <laughs> you still have that. It's always going to be there. Right, okay. Do you want to start? Like... Yeah, so I, what I want to talk about is... Um, I mean, my main juicy one I'm going to save for you. I'm going to save it. Well, for now, I kind of want to talk about how Gorman steals Hudson's death. And you might not know what I'm talking about here, but... I've got no clue. But Gorman is the lieutenant, the cowardly lieutenant, yeah. Oh, yeah, the one who just barks orders and just like, well, yeah, just and, and shits his pants, yeah. Ah, yeah. And uh, Hudson is game over, man. Oh, game yeah. over. Yeah, so um, Hudson dies by being like dragged through the ground by xenomorphs towards the end of the movie. You remember that when they get in and like five meters, like, oh, oh it's yeah. inside the room. Like, after that, he gets dragged into the ground and just fucking. Murdered, like pure murder by xenomorphs. Then Hudson, a little bit later, he dies in the um, in the vent with Vasquez when they they. Do oh the yeah, yeah, that like yeah. sexy death. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they do the bomb to the yeah, yeah. Gorman and Vasquez, and it's it's kind of nice, and they die on their own terms. And I'm saying that's some fucking bullshit, man. So, so initially at the start, of the, yeah, at the start of the film, right? it's like what it's, it's it's one of the only scenes in that film that is kind of no, like yeah, sweet and romantic. Yeah, I don't Gorman know. Stole it from Vasquez, uh, from uh, Hudson, man. That should have been Hudson. Let me tell you, man. Right. So initially, when they all wake up from the fucking sleep and they're doing the pull-ups, man, you get a bit of banter between Hudson and Vasquez, where he's like, "Oh, you've ever been mistaken for a man?" And she's like, "No, have you?" And there's that little bit of banter between them. You know, it's dead funny. It's, you know, it's dead nice. You can tell they're buddies and they're, they're just ragging on each other and it's good. Throughout the movie, right, Hudson, he shows himself to be... He's, he's like a bit of a jockey douche and he's a bit of a knob. But, you know, he's got a heart of gold. He's, he's like kind of like the Han Solo of aliens, if you will. Not and, uh, at all, but yeah, carry he absolutely on. absolutely is, man. Deny, veto. He saves Newt as well, man. Matt, no. When, when they bust into the room, when the facehuggers are trying to get Newt and Ripley, when the fire alarm goes off, fair. Man, he yeah. saves Newt. Everyone else goes for Ripley. Fair. He saves Newt. And to be fair, fair he does off. Fucking good job, yeah, as well. man. He sucks that shit out. He, he blows that piece of shit away. Closes like. that shit 
shit down. Gorman, on the other hand, throughout the movie, right, he shows himself to be physically and mentally weak, right? The, you know the pen pusher, Burke, right? He, yeah, man. He manages to overpower Gorman in the truck. When Gorman's trying to pull Ripley out of the driver's seat, Burke just comes in, he's like, you had your chance, and pushes him out of the way. And he doesn't fight back at all. Then you've got this slapstick scene with Gorman in the back of the truck, bounding around, and someone fucking falls on his head and knocks him out. <laughs> and he spends the rest of the movie knocked out. He's not even in it. Then suddenly, in the final fucking sequence, right, he comes back, apologises to Ripley, and gets this, like, this, like, spiritual redemption at the end where he goes back for Vasquez in the tunnel and they end up dying together on their own terms where Hudson just gets dragged into the ground and forgotten about. It should have been the other way around. Asshole lieutenant gets his comeuppance. Weak coward pulled into the ground by the xenomorphs and ripped apart. Hudson and Vasquez, buddies for a long time, always ripping each other. But at the end of it, you know, they come together and they go out on their own terms. They choose. Yeah. Uh, That's how it should have been, it, man. Yeah. But fucking Gorman. I just go oh, twat. Couldn't let him have it, could he? I kind of think it's though bullshit. that your Hudson and there was a girl that you didn't get for some other person. So anyway, and that's the what next thing that... I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> <This> about <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no, you see what I mean, man. It's not fair. Like I don't know. I think I just feel like Hudson deserved a bit better because he was he's a really big character in that. Yeah, man. He, like he's, he's the most cat. quotable. He's the one everyone yeah, man. loves, man. And he just he just ends up he just gets pulled into the ground and forgotten. He about, needs like. someone, don't he, man? It's like Jaws, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, in yeah, Jaws, yeah. they get the, they get the yeah, proper man. death, don't yeah, they? They, all, he, they get they get they yeah. get what they get. He gets what yeah. he gets, man. But yeah, with Hudson, I just I felt like he should have got the sweet moment with Vasquez, and then like asshole Gorman, he could have just been dragged into the ground and forgotten. Yeah. About. And that would have been fine. It would have been like another not, long He gets like knocked the fuck out by yeah, like a he's box. Yeah, not, he's not in half the movie. He just, in the, the, the half of the movie he's in, he's just getting fucking shown up by Ripley. He may as well not be there. He's just a coward and a piece of shit. And he's on his second combat mission ever. Fucking waste, man. Like, he, he, I mean, he essentially, like, kills off that squad by not commanding them properly as well. And Ripley's telling him the whole time he needs to tell them to get out of there. By the time he does, they don't have any radio contact. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, so that, that guy's just a douche, man. He's just a douche. Okay. Is that me? Is this me? Is this me? Okay, right, I've got okay. The other, but I'm, I'm saving it. Got the, I'm saving it. You're saving it. Right, okay. Right, this is me. Right, okay, so would you believe this whole film is about Ripley's hair? <laughs> no. I wouldn't. Go on. Right, okay, so, so if if you look throughout this film, Ripley has absolute a killer haircut, yeah? Like, there's different okay. stages. It changes throughout it, right, okay? Like, when she starts off, it's these, like, mad, big, fat curls, man. It's, like, so impractical, man. Right, man? Like, and at some points, it looks like Stonehenge on a head, man. There's, like, big, like, structures of a thing like that. Like, right. Did we watch the same film? Yeah, man. <laughs> Just wait. Okay. Wait. This goes deep, right? Like, so, so like, she's going to go back to this situation, right? So she knows about this situation, how bad it might be with these aliens, right? Yeah. So would you go with a practical hairstyle? 
yeah, you would. No, she don't, right? She goes in with these mad, mad, mad curls, which she cuts, but still gets a bit weird, right? Like, think about the heat, the heat, the humidity, like the moisture. Your hair is gonna be subject to a lot of pressure, and she's chose a very, very bad hairstyle to do this, so look at this. She's like in a wet, she's rescuing Newton water, Man, she's using a flamethrower. <laughs> that hair is gonna be a mess. It's gonna be singed, right? Alien <laughs> blood, concentrated acid alien blood. Is that bad for her? Is it? You'd think it is. Maybe <clears throat> it's not. I feel like you're... OJ Simpson's lawyer, man. You, wait, you, you see how big... I feel, I feel like you're going to have a gloves don't fit moment pretty you wait, soon. You wait, it goes deeper than this, right? Oh, so, Jesus. So, maybe, this all this alien blood and hair, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe that's why Whaling Corporation has sent somebody out there, right? Okay. So, like, think about any kind of, like, business, corporation... You set up your little shop, you sell your little things, you make a bit of money, you make a bit of profit, and, and then you start to grow, and you expand and things like that. And then, and then suddenly you get into like, opportunities where you can start to invest in things that maybe you wouldn't traditionally be involved in, maybe they're like sort of out of your moral compass, and then, and then maybe you find yourself, and then you're looking at yourself and you're thinking, Realistically, are we a good corporation? Are we are we a force for good in this world, or maybe are are we a part of the negative kind of force that drives this world forward in a negative negative kind of st like stance? And then maybe you, you're like gain so much money, you gain some kind of social responsibility where you feel the need to give something back, but you can't find a way out because your corporation's too big. But then maybe it's one last act of evil by gaining the xenomorphs and gaining their essence. You can make hair beautiful after hibernation. <laughs> and then from that point on, you can change your business model to become like a hair care kind of business. <laughs> Rather think? than an evil <laughs> corporation, you become like modern, like future Schwarzkopf. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So, so <coughs> that's the business. So, model. just so that I understand, you think that the Whalen Corporation is evil space Garnier? No, no, they, they, they become, they're bad, no, they're good, bad, realise they're bad, do something good, sell hair products. <laughs> Fair enough, man. What's your evidence? Well, do you, well, what I've said. Because cause the thing about it, like, say, if you think about long space travel... You're gonna have to have people wearing. Do you feel like that would be a necessity? Like yeah, since you hair wake hair. up out of like space hibernation and you're looking at looking absolute fire. Yes. Yeah. 
You know what, man? On that, on that, waking... I can't pretend I can see the practical purpose. On that, that. waking (laughs) up, where she's wearing them horrible, like, grey sweats. Oh, yeah. It's like, no. And then they all get up, and none of them have a shower. Would you need one? I'd want one. I mean, they, they essentially think they've just let down and got back up again. So... Like in bed... Yeah, but they've not gone to. It's not like they've gone to sleep or anything. They've literally. They feel like they've just let down and then stood back up. So wait, like so, seamlessly. So you're saying like when when she's been like out of it like fifty seven years or whatever it is, she's just like I'm still fresh. She's proper rank. <laughs> I don't know. They're in stasis. Like they wouldn't get there, yeah. would they? I'd still. I'd still want. I'd probably still want. I'd have a shower. To be fair, you'd have a shower, yeah. man. You'd have yeah, a shower. Yeah, probably. <laughs> right, anyway, I'm going to hit you with some fire now, Stephen. Um, this is my, my main observation, and this kind of... I kind of first thought of it as a bit of a joke, but then it actually started to grow as I watched Aliens again, and I realised how true it is. And it's How a, true for you it is, probably. James Cameron only knows how to write one sequel, and when he did Terminator 2, he basically just made Aliens again. And I discovered this as I watched. So let's let's go through my similarities, shall we? So um, in Aliens, we see the uh, we see the boardroom meeting where they're casting doubt on the existence of the creature with Ripley. And Ripley loses her, her temper. She's going, "Oh, you can kiss all that goodbye if you know if we find these things." And then uh, in Terminator Two, we have. The, uh, the hospital interview with Dr. Silverman where Sarah, Sarah Connor's saying everything you see in this whole place is gone you, you're living in a dream world, you know but no one's believing her, you know you get that little similarity there, don't you? but that's only one thing, you know there couldn't be more, could there? Let's see, Cal Reese, Michael Bean, Hicks Michael Bean um, Janelle, Terminator 2 Janet Goldstein, Just like really Vasquez lazy. Aliens, Janet Goldstein Really lazy, she's like not even bothering <laughs> Not even bothering Terminator 2, blowing up Miles Dyson's office and destroying everything Aliens, locating the hive and killing everything Terminator 2, healthy distrust of machines masquerading as people Aliens, healthy distrust of machines masquerading as people Terminator 2, weapons cache scene with a minigun Aliens, weapons cache scene with a minigun Terminator 2, a female protagonist looking after a kid. <laughs> Aliens, female protagonist looking after a kid. Terminator, final showdown with the T-1000 trying to save a kid. Hero Terminator saves our female protagonist last minute. And then in Aliens, of course, final showdown with an alien trying to save a kid. Our hero Android shows up and saves him at the last minute. Faith in robots restored in both movies. Similar aesthetics in those last scenes as well, you know, like the uh, the gridded the gridded floors and such. Um, oh yeah, uh, the good Terminator in Terminator Two gets stabbed through the chest. Bishop gets stabbed through the chest as well. Um, at the end of Aliens, of course, we get Nuke calling Ripley mommy, and we obviously have John Connor thinking of the Terminator as a father and Sarah Connor's monologues that that go along with that. So I put it to you, Stephen, that uh, James Cameron. He essentially made the same movie twice, and I reckon if he were to ever do a sequel to say, I don't know, Titanic, I think we'd be seeing Jack again in a different form, but Rose wouldn't trust him, but with the help of a kid, she would learn to trust this new Jack. But, 
But you'd fucking love it. Because that's the fucking thing. You're pointing out these things. You're saying about these similarities. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They it fucking makes a good movie. Yeah, It I makes know. a good thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I fucking love it. You can, uh, you can apply the formula to... Um... <laughs> to Blade Runner as well to see what James Cameron's uh, Blade Runner sequel would be and you actually basically just get Blade Runner 20. Can you extrapolate this theory though? This well, is what I I'm thinking know. just like to <laughs> any film like format where it's just like do sequel of like I don't know like Blues Brothers no, no, like something more Chicago. like like fucking more mainstream or something like that and it's like oh we'll do a sequel to it right, right. they've got a brother now I don't know. Or just, like, use the formula to make, like, an episode of South Park or something, just to see what happens. It's probably... If it's probably been done. Probably already probably happened. Been probably done. already happened. Okay, okay. I think it's me, huh? Right, oh, this, what have you got? This one's a quick one, because I think the last one, I think we're both going to combine on. I'm pretty sure. Really heavy, really heavy. <laughs> the quick one, I'm going to go... It's it's just like the business scumbag thing. So like, oh Burke, yeah Burke. He's like a business scumbag. And I remember when I watched this as he is a dickhole man. Like as a kid, like I never understood why there would be somebody in a business like that. And it's like he's a fucking worm. Yeah, he's, I mean he's a real piece of shit. I, I've got to say though. I think he's got a point. When he wants them to not nuke the installation, I think he's got a point, Mum. He might do, but he's a fucking worm. But it's like, they, they, they send him in to do this big thing to get this, like, xenomorph so they can obviously get, the, like, the blood from it to make their hair products. Yeah. That's exactly what <laughs> He's sticking with that. Yeah. Because I'm sticking with that. That's it. So, oh Jesus Christ, maybe it's the same in Terminator 2. Maybe that's what the fucking... Because the T-1000, he morphs into all different things, man. He's trying to find oh, the perfect my... fucking hairstyle. Is, is he my cellar water? Oh my oh, God. Oh shit. That's what he is. We've cracked That's it. why they're trying to get rid of him. Oh my God. Oh. He's clearing pores and shit. Do you reckon that's why Deckard's killing the replicants oh. as well? Because they've got <gasps> impossible hair. Oh God. Jesus Christ. You will prop anybody, you'll never hear this because it will be taken off because all government. Oh my god, I just got a text from the FBI. Yeah, man. Oh, is that the door knocking? Oh, crap! <laughs> Chill out, guys. It's fine. So, right, so this. Ma- right, so they've got the. Right, okay, so maybe not for hair. Like, let's say it's not for hair products. Okay, let's. Okay. So, but like, it's this big thing, they want to grab this thing and weaponize this, like, like amazing weapon that they can yeah, use yeah, against yeah. their enemies and things like that. But then they send an absolute wuss. If that was happening in a business, yeah, man. you would send your fucking best, wouldn't you? Yeah, he, he's like, he's a real fucking dildo, Piece man. of shit. He kind of reminded me of Kenny from... Uh... Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. Like I say, this is, and this is, that builds up into the whole thing. I didn't understand the business scummer. You'd send your best guy, you'd send your Dick Jones, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd get that job done. Yeah, man. Fucking spare Xenomorph parts for 25 years, man. Exactly. And you wouldn't send an absolute fucking lettuce like him, and then 
from my notes, this is a quote from the original one. It just says, Global Cup fucking letters. I have held an eel. It's kind of easy. Jesus Christ. What could that possibly mean, Stephen? Because, like, an eel's a bit slimy. <laughs> oh, like, this fucking guy's a slime ball. And then, but if you hold them... Firm, you I see, suppose. I don't know that. He introduces himself at the start of the movie as an okay guy, and I kind of went through and listed out like all the shitty things the okay guy does. But the main one is how he just he just immediately ruins Ripley's life when she wakes up from her fucking cryo sleep, man. Like immediately, oh, like it tells her one, you've been asleep for fifty-seven years. That with horrific your... nightmare yeah. that she has. <laughs> oh god, there's that as well. She's like, yeah, you, you've been asleep for fifty-seven years. Your daughter's fucking dead. dead. Yeah, all your friends are fucking dead. dead. She knew that already. It's like. She's got that sh- super shit nurse as well. When she wakes up from the nightmare, and the nurse is like, do you need something to wake your sleep? She's like, no. Nah, fuck and off. then the nurse is like, nothing more I can do. Yeah. Just turns the fucking monitor off, man. And then the, the Burke, the okay guy, he wouldn't even tell her about her daughter first. Then no one believes her, and they all think she's full of shit, and they refer her to psychiatric evaluation. And she ends up working in, like, the loading bay. And then fucking scumbag business guy, Bert, comes around and takes the piss out of her for it. It's like, hey, it's an honourable job. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but... <laughs> in a real day. But, he's, but to be fair, she's like, he's like, do you want your old job back? Yeah. Where, where you saw all your crewmates get murdered by a fucking air. Do you want to do that shit again? And, he, and she's like, yeah. And no, it's like, no, do that work. shit again then, and then you can do your job again. Where you can kind of, continue to see everybody of, die kind of around. forces her into it, otherwise she's going to just be a fucking a, a mech person for I the rest of do life. it. On some space station. Yeah. Everyone thinks she's a kook, man. She's like the Sarah Connor of her universe. It's brutal. Someone's she looking at her like she's a moron. Give it up. No, she is. Give it you up. You know it's true. Right. Okay. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves, Stephen. That's true. That's <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> right. Uh, G- right. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we going to talk about insects? <laughs> go on. Are we on the insects? Go now? on. We'll go to in- insects. Right. Okay. So, so look at the xenomorphs. Right, okay, so they, they, they have a queen, don't they? They, do, they, right? they have obvious, like, sort of... They've got, like... They've individuals got, of, like, what you would say, they've probably, got, like, like the the wor- They've got, like, the workers, and then they've got, like... Soldiers. They've got, like, the guards, and yeah. then there's the queen. The, 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 the nearest probable... They're like, like ants. Well, it's ants. Like, with... Hudson says it in the movie, so they're, like, ants, and it's like, it's like a hive and stuff, like... Yeah, yeah, he says it in the movie. So, 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 what do we know of ants? Okay, so ants are based off uh, a principle of the hive mind, where uh, by part a process called parthenogenesis, a queen ant is able to reproduce without a male, which effectively creates a, a half copy of their genetic code, which is essentially all of the queen's code so it essentially is in terms of the genome of the ant the same thing so when they work together they have a collective need it's absolutely insane it's mental 
Right. Jesus. So, like, when, like, examples, right, cool. Right, it's really good. Like, where they're trying to track them, they say, they come, they're in the room, they're in the room. They've moved up the roof because they've understood the route. Mm-hmm. And then this, they've found a way to get into them. That's great. Yeah. But then you have a strange one. There's, there's like a bad sentry thing is where they have a set-up sentry where like they have with the guns where they have a finite m- amount of ammo and they're constantly firing and they're killing all the aliens. Mm. Like, okay. They wouldn't do that. If they'd done the first thing, they wouldn't do that thing. Like, one of them, one, two, three, four of them might have died by doing the same thing. And they would know not to do that again. Do you think? Absolutely. Look at ants, how they respond. But, I mean, they aren't ants, though. There's animals. No, there's animals. So, like, they would, they would be some kind of creature like that. So they communicate with pheromones or sound. We'll get back onto that, you see. Okay, okay. So... Like, it, why do they make sounds? Like, they seem to make a lot of sounds when they get shot. Yeah, like, the they sounds make, like, like, pain sounds. That seems okay, to be about so, it. So that's talk, fine. So oh, no, it, the queen hisses at those two guys. Yeah, 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 ah, exactly, yeah. see. So obviously they're more like, a, uh, like they're a sound-based kind of communication rather than pheromones. And so, again, like, if they're going down a tunnel and things are getting shot and making a sound, they would stop doing that. That's it. Like, another thing is, uh, like, the, the facehuggers, it seems like a very much perfect design for a human skull. Yeah? It, seem, it seems very much designed for that. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't really fit over, like, a dog or anything, would it? I mean, it, it does in one of the other movies. Oh, it does. But... Ah, right, right, scratch that bullshit. Um, okay, right, Queen. Right, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fair, I didn't really think about that. Like, <laughs> the, the fixed brood production of the Queen, which yeah. is actually bored to something. Okay. But then, but then, as soon as she just strips off, she's, like, mobile as fuck. Yeah, she, like, detaches her umbilical... Cold, yeah, she? then she's fuck fucking it. Usain Bolt, man. Yeah, yeah, just that's fucking... Like, twatting her eyes are going to fuck you up, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, again... The thing is, the only thing I think about the Queen is like, oh, okay, it's like, what the fuck is going to fuck that up? Why would that need to breed? Just have one of them. Well, I mean, because generally it's just immobile. No, but like normally, just make it not mobile, like make it mobile and then don't have it pump out loads of fucking... I don't know, man, like if Riffy had a gun, it would have been as easy to kill. If not easier than a animal. Yeah, fucking stuff like that. She'd have just fucking shot the shit out of it, man. Okay. Again, right. So we're going back now. We're going to we're going to the process of like insect breeding. Okay. Right. So we have parthenogenesis where like half the genetic code is passed on. Okay. But then you get males. You obviously have to have males, which usually fly off and start their own like hives with other female queens like where's the male alien why is it not expanded on I want to see a I want to see a male alien with a dick <coughs> that's all I'm, I'm 
I'm see, I, I don't, I've, I've only, I've seen Alien and I've seen Aliens. The like the others, I've really not seen. So they might have done that, man. Like in Alien vs Predator, that could be a fucking porno for all I know, man. That could be like Alien fucks Predator. Like they might have dicks in that shit. I don't know. Have you seen them? I've seen that. I, I, Are Alien I, dicks? N- no. Oh right. There, there is yeah, a, maybe. Then maybe like within the Alien franchise, there is very the 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 issue that the burning issue of the, the lack of the, male the, the alien. Yeah. yeah, the Xenodic has not been addressed, and I think most people don't give a shit about it. I do, man. You've made me care. <laughs> I made you care. <laughs> so to summarise. All I took from this movie really is James Cameron <laughs> is, that is, a, is a one-trick pony. <laughs> and you thought, I want to see a Xenomorph dick. That's what we got from one of the, probably, the, probably the, one of the greatest sci-fi sequels of all time. <laughs> the, la- the last note on the Queen is <laughs> is that like she proper takes fucking Umbridge, man. She could fucking lay. Oh yeah, she gets it. pure, man. It's like it's like yeah yeah this this like this woman that called you she called her a bitch. Oh, she just called her a bitch. Fair play. I mean, so I can I can imagine, but she goes through a lot to try and get her back, man. Oh yeah, and like my, my trust me through fucking space. Yeah, like <laughs> on, on that on the space bit. Like my final thing, my final thought that I wrote down on this movie was just airlock is a bad idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really shitty idea. Like the Ripley, like oh, just pull the airlock. Depends. Oh, man. Depends <laughs> Don't about. Do that. It depends about close atmosphere. I'm pretty sure they would have all just fucking died. Depends about close atmosphere. Depends how far they were. It would might be okay. I'm calling it. She made a bad call. Nah. Fuck that idiot. Nah. Fuck James Cameron. He doesn't know what he's doing. Okay. He's nah. a hack. Okay. And, and then the final thing might actually like end up being prison if I say it. Don't so I'm not going to say do that one. So end um, podcast. End. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Leave it. I don't want to go to prison, man. Um, I'm not going back to juvie. <laughs> I'm not going back to juvie. No funions in juvie, bro!